0: No, under the little old quarterback from Pasadena, let's bring him in. Look at VA. Whoa. We got him. We got him. Yeah, man, you know, I was watching a couple of your shows last night. I was like, man, Rod has his desk set up. I don't have a desk yet, but you know, we had all his stuff on there, you know I've got. um, yeah, just got a little setup, man. that's that's all we got.
1: This is the Rod Peterson show.
0: Welcome, everybody. It is a Flame Tech Football Friday. Really big weekend. Welcome to the Labor Day Classic Weekend. Around the continent, it is a football Friday. We got a lot of news here. We got breaking news coming down this morning. I won't wait any uh, further. Just this morning, the National Hockey League announcing that there will be NHL players in the olympics coming up this winter how about that that's amazing so we'll be kicking that around this is the warm-up right now that we always do for eco electric we won't cover entirely football we'll cover the day's events but we got a really big show from the cbc dan plaster joining us today Dan, the disaster plaster how you doing danny Great. yes broadcaster to the stars my former roommate and uh we won't share those stories, and also on the program today, two Canadian Football League Hall of Famers uh, by name, Matt Dunnigan and Chris Walby, and we're going to be announcing another huge partnership today. Ah, it's been a great week for that, Moose. Hasn't it? And Matt Dunnigan's going to be a really big part of that. That's coming up in hour two as we get ready to kick off week five of the Canadian Football League, and... Um, Labor Day classic weekend. So, are you ready to? Are you ready to roll? Let's do That's it. Let's say guests. Let's go to the Quick Six show topic horn, please. Director Jordan, please. And thank you. My Quick Six list looks like a, a doctor's prescription list. <laughs> Chicken scratches. I can barely read it. I'm moving them all out of order. Um, Let's start on the positive vein and talk about Friday night football, if you don't mind. The Montreal Alouettes at the Ottawa Redblacks tonight. Alouettes favored by six point five. We saw our good friend Milt Stiegel on Sports Center this morning, or I saw it this morning. It aired last night with a preview in the game and what's wrong with Vernon Adams a struggling quarterback against the worst offense in the league. I'm going to be watching it no matter what, but I'm starting to wonder based on the offensive uh, struggles of both, will it be worth watching to take the under tonight? Is that what I'm thinking?
1: Probably take the under. Here's the thing. Like VA has been struggling the last few weeks here and last couple of weeks. And we're, we're wondering where this Montreal offense is going to end up. What type of team are they? You know, we, we think that, they're a a top team in the CFL after week one. And now we don't know where to put them. There's a lot there for Vernon Adams. So I think it's there, right? Mm -hmm. Can he get it? Can he find it and get back to what we saw in week one? I don't know, but we're kind of getting towards that, that time where this is who you are, right? We talked about first, what, six, seven weeks, which this year would be the midway point of the season. After that point, that's who these teams are, right? So Vernon Adams has to decide, who he's going to be for the year. And tonight's a good place to start. This is not yet the viewer takeover segment,
0: by the way, I appreciate people chiming in with their questions and comments. They would like to steer the discussion of the program right now. That's not how it works. You do that later on in the program called viewer takeover right now. It's uh, moose and I time. So the um, point next point here is about the biggest news and moose and I were coming home from Saskatoon yesterday, the premier's golf tournament. And for those that really love the sports nature of this show, I appreciate you people from around the country and the continent tuning into the Saskatchewan-based show yesterday from Premier Scott Most Golf Tournament. I said to Darren, "This today was was a waster. You don't mind me saying, right? Like when you go out and waste one at the goalie's head early on in the game just to get him thinking. This was a waster today. In that we were going to appease the premier and all his guys and Chevy and the rest of the province or country is just going to have to tune in and watch us talk about the Rattlers and the Rush and the Blades and right." Yes. It was great for us in Saskatoon great in this province. Thanks for watching. The Rockstar of the Day yesterday, by the way, for Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions, was the premier, Scott Moe. But I'll say it again. For those that don't know what it was yesterday, it was a waster when you go out and just take a headshot at the goalie on the opposition just to get him thinking. Yeah. Do they still do that? And an investment, right? Right. An investment? <laughs> it was an investment. Yeah. Uh, we used to call it a waster. And as a goalie, I was never an advocate for that. Of course not. <laughs> of course not. I'm in the goal of union.
1: But the coaches I used to be in the room when the coaches would say, Okay, guys, who's gonna My Uncle who's Miles gonna take it? My Uncle Miles said that he used to coach and his kid played junior hockey. They both went, I think, and played yeah. US college hockey, and he would always say, If I was coaching, first five minutes you'd hit everything in sight. I don't care what penalties you take, I don't care if you're offside, but for the first five minutes of the game, you hit everything in sight, and then you won't have to make another check the rest of the game. Yeah. Same idea.
0: They're all over us in Calgary already. I see it on the comment section. They're like, where's the Flames jersey? Rod took the Flames jersey down, but the Order Cup's still up. Well, I got this championship hat from the Saskatchewan Rattlers yesterday. Not everybody can stay, and that is one sweet hat. And the president of the Rattlers, Brad Kraft, said, Rod, you want one of these hats? I said, I'm a 48-year-old white man. You think I'm going to wear this? He said, well, just take it. Just take it. (laughs) I'm not putting it on, but uh, like I'm not vanilla ice. But anyways, looks good. I got sidetracked. So the poll question today for Capital Automall, Universal Collision Center is, should the Edmonton Elks be forced to play three games in seven days? That was where this all came down. Moose and I, where were we around Davidson, the halfway town, when the news broke that the CFL is going to cram in that game between Edmonton and Toronto rather than scrap it last week. And I worded the question on the poll so if you're upset at the wording of it come at me i don't care is should the elks be forced to play three games in seven days you probably haven't seen the reaction yet from the viewers they're like what do you mean forced they voted in favor of it um no they're being forced it's the cfl saying uh guys if we're going to play this game it's three games in seven days it's a yes or no and you're going to vote yes right Because the guys want to get paid. So I've been, I can't wait. Dan Plaster from the CBC is going to be in here. He's a football guy, and he will have thoughts on that, obviously. Can you play within two days? I was talking to a pro football guy in the States this morning. He thinks it's an absolute joke that their CFL is making them play three games in seven days. So it's the results of the poll, by the way, are 51% no. Obviously, 49%. Yes, it's a hot button issue. And I can smell those like a fart in the car. I knew that you guys would be all over that. And do I think it's fair? Yeah. If you guys want to get paid, then you got to play the games. That's it. But as I said to that football guy this morning, what about the 85% vaccination rule? What about the default, default rule? What about the not being paid policy if your team's and not at 85%? Where did that go? So people, So when I see the thing about, well, it was reported this, with all due respect to the reporters, because it's not their fault, there's so much misinformation and bum info out there, I'm not going by any of what I hear. So the fact is, they're being forced to play three games in seven days, and a lot of former players think it's a joke. But I think, over to you...
1: If you want to get paid, you got to play. Yeah, you do. You got to do the things you don't like to do if you want to get paid. And now this is not just doing something you don't like to do. This is this is detrimental potentially. This is potentially dangerous. Oh, player safety, dangerous. Oh, player safety right? right? Oh, that's a thing. You know, these guys are in the cold tub and then in the tub and icing and everything else for a day or two after the game. And then you get ramped back up and start preparing. There's going to be no downtime at all. It'll literally be play the game, take these two days completely off, have a little baby walk through and oh right yeah. back to playing again. Um, yeah. They voted for it so that they could get paid to play, but man, it's, It's tough, and when you said the 85% rule, that's the one that gets me, is if this is in place, then... Why even have rules? Yeah, if we're not going to use them, right? Because (laughs) the league has to step in and say, no. I know you want to get paid, but in good conscience, I can't make you play games in two days. I can't even give you the option, right? If there's a player safety department, you would think that they would say, we can't give you the option. But maybe the football people, which I am not in a role in football operations. I'm not on a coaching staff. Yeah. I'm not a medical doctor. Maybe it isn't as dangerous as we thought it was all these, for all these years. Maybe it's not that dangerous if they're allowing it to happen. Well, like they say, they used to do it. I'm seeing from a lot of the viewers, they're like, make them, make
0: them play. They're the ones that broke the COVID protocol. They're the ones that had the outbreak. All the other teams were able to do it. So, I'm just rolling with your comments. I don't really have an opinion either way. Should they be forced to do it? Uh, what did I say I voted? No. Like, I'm 50-50 on it, too. Looking. I mean, we, we, that's what we do. We play
1: games in sports. So They I did think, it in Fear Factor, right? Right. If you want the cash prize, you got to eat the buffalo testicles, right? Yes. If you want to get your paycheck, you're going to have to play on, what, a day or two yeah. days of rest. How Danny Plaster over there, the football guy on the, uh, from the CBC,
0: he's like a bucket horse trying to get out of the sc- stall. He's kicking the gate. He can't <laughs> wait to get in here and talk about this. So that's coming up shortly. Um, point three, just some Labor Day Classic games previews here. And I don't know if I got the uh, – I do have the odds. Do you think they've changed? Probably not. From Bet Regal? but Probably not. Let's just go with it. Winnipeg at Saskatchewan on Sunday – the odds makers have Saskatchewan favored by 4.5. I've been with Ryder people this week, alumni people, uh, not current people, but they're like, Riders always win on Labor Day, which is almost true. And then when you go over to the Banjo Bowl, it's about 50-50 in Winnipeg. So I'm going to take Saskatchewan by less than three in this game that I think is going to be fantastic that the football game sold out on Sunday. Saskatchewan, less than three. And if you've looked at these CFL games, they're very CFL-SIM-like Low scoring, walking in the mud. So that might be what this game is like. But if it's got a thrilling finish,
1: we'll all be happy, right? Yeah, we really will be. Um, I think Saskatchewan will cover the spread. I think they're at home. Really? Yeah, I think they're going to continue to ride the wave at home. Um, I think where Saskatchewan will maybe struggle is when they get it on the road. But they're going to play at home again. I think, uh, I think, the, I think the Riders win. Uh,
0: Monday doubleheader. Toronto at Hamilton. Something about these tie cats that has the odds makers tingling. Mm-hmm. Tie cats favored by two over the Argos. And I've got the Argos pick to win in the coffee cup on Monday morning. Uh, yeah, by two. So obviously they're going to beat the spread. They're going to win the game. I think. I think Toronto's a better team than Hamilton.
1: I really do. That might be the game of the week. Recency bias, a little bit with Hamilton, mm. but yes, oh, not for me. But from for the odds from last yes. week, yes. But Dane Evans changes that team. Apparently, the great Dane. We thought it was Jeremiah Masoli, just couldn't get it together early. We have a lot of protection, but whatever reason, Dane Evans was rolling, and I think he'll probably keep it going, just to keep things nice and even and balanced around here. I'll take Hamilton. Okay, I'll take Hamilton by a field goal.
0: I see Jeff, the Stamps fan, is up and at him over in Cowtown. And he says in the John Huffnigal era that Calgary Stampeders are 20 and 4. 20 and 4 in the Labor Day Classic, home and home. So in the, in the LDC home game. Oh, I see. They, he's coached 24 of them since 08. Jeesh. The home and home, yeah. Men, we got them right where we want them. Calgary favored by 5.5. I don't even think Edmonton bothers show up. But why are they practicing Bo Levi Mitchell? They could probably beat Edmonton with Dave Dickinson or even Mark Mueller at quarterback. After what Edmonton's been through, I'm shocked they're even fielding a team. They all got COVID. That's what I'm reading. Why even play Bo? Why fool around with that? I guess betta's betta, as Bobby Vespasiani used to say. What do you think? Who
1: starts at quarterback for the Stamps on Monday? If Bo's healthy, he starts. I don't think a healthy Bo Levi will sit on the bench and, and hold a clipboard. And we've heard that. You know, He's their quarterback. Um, maybe they hope to be up by 30 or 40 points and he can get in for a few reps. But again, why would you do that either? I don't understand that either. Um, so nothing else to believe for me other than if Bo Levi's healthy, he'll play. Football Friday is brought to you by Flametech,
0: locally owned and operated industry leaders in commercial and industrial combustion technology. I'll throw in this uh, comment from Lindsay Yonke. She says, good morning from my home. Extra long weekend. Here we go. Have a good morning, guys. You too, Lindsay. Good and morning. I appreciate you chiming in with that extra dose of positivity. Patrolman Pete is watching in Winnipeg on YouTube. He says, you boys coming back down to Winnipeg. For the Banjo Bowl, because they got to the smoke. We have an announcement to make on our whereabouts and our next live shows. Not to be made at this time, but it won't be Winnipeg. But it's just next week, right? We'll make the announcement Tuesday. When we're, yeah, we're still here that day, right? Okay, That's right. Uh, Spicy! Speeding it up here in the warm-up for E.Cole Electric. Come check out our new Regina Data and Lighting Center, E.Cole Electric. Let's get to work. Because we got Big Bluto coming in and uh, Chris, uh, and (laughs) you're not Big Bluto, Chris Walby. Dan Plaster's coming in next segment. Uh, Just a couple quick points. NHL teams can suspend unvaccinated players with some exceptions. And those are medical reasons or deep religious beliefs. Not sure that I want to uh, go down that road. Point five. NHL players to the Olympics. We covered that at the start. We're all in favor. The guy wrote in earlier, can't remember his name. I think it was Rob Somerville. How do we feel about professional athletes playing at the Olympics? The horse is out of the barn, brother. It's about money. It's about ratings. It's about dollars. We all want to see NHL players in the Olympics, right? We all do. The best players right? should play. We want play. the best players to play. And then point six. I mean, I had college football notes. Danny, you don't mind talking about that when you come in later, right? I, Alabama's winning, winning it, right? Everybody's saying Oklahoma. No. Alabama's Alabama. They're saying they might have the best defense in Nick Saban's time there this year. Really? The best defense. They've always had the quarterbacks. They're saying this might be the best defense Nick Saban's ever assembled with a crimson tie. Okay. Um, But I'm splitting that with the Logan Mayu comment. The OHL suspending him, the Montreal Canadiens' first-round pick until January. He was the guy that was charged and convicted of videotaping a teenage girl in a sexual act. I think we all know this story. And just the reason I'm addressing it, because I have addressed it before, but I'll address it again, because people are tweeting at us and saying, Rod, what do you think about him being suspended now until January? The Habs have already said that you can't participate in the rookie camp. Nothing's changed for me. I hope that you do the crime. You have to do the time. I hope that he learns from all of this and the punishment that he's getting and that he's ready to play come January when that suspension's lifted. I understand, we've talked about this, if this was my daughter, I'd want them drawn and quartered. That's, life is a matter of perspective, and I'm hoping that they're getting the help. And trust me, as a certified recovery coach, I'm dealing with this kind of stuff every day. There's no reason that one stupid, dumb, tragic incident should ruin two lives forever. Right? So they need to come back from this as individuals, and, real, and it was a first offense. We've addressed all of this. So it, my opinion hasn't changed. Do you have thoughts on that before we move on and close the book on it
1: I'm, for now? Yeah, I'm the same. And it's, hey, you know, you, you, do the time, you, you do the crime, you do the time. is what you said, right? So you have to, you know, take the punishment. You have to move on. But it's not just taking the punishment and moving on. Like you said, have you grown? Right. And have you learned? And have you evolved as a human being? If you have, come back in. Rehabilitation. That's what our whole system is all about, right? Rehabilitation. That's why we're addressing it.
0: I want to mention, too, the first hour is brought to you by World Rugby Sevens in Edmonton. The ultimate all-day party taking place in Edmonton, September 25th and 26th. Two eight-hour days featuring teams from across the globe and action-packed Rugby Sevens matchups. The party continues in the stands with incredible costumes and unforgettable memories. Trust us, you've never seen a party like this. Purchase your tickets today at CanadaSevens.com. So happy to have Explore Edmonton come aboard. See you in a little while, Moose. See you in a bit. We got Big Blue coming up next. And Danny Plaster, you're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV Network, YouTube, and Facebook Live Streaming, and 24-Hour Sports Radio at rodpeterson.com.
1: Head to youtube.com slash the Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.